There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk in the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and today we'll be discussing episode nine of season one of Surreal Estate. Oh my gosh. So this is like part one of the two-part finale. Right. The season, we're hoping still. Yes. And uh, holy cow, like I was not expecting a lot that happened. Right. It was very hard to get a, a real grasp on where the problems were occurring to cause all this so that made it a whole lot more fun (laughs) and all i kept thinking when we had anything happening at the donovan house was what are you doing why are you doing that right yeah (laughs) (laughs) don't poke the bear right i'm like have no one ever seen like scary movie i'm telling you Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's jump into episode nine, White Wedding. Susan works to keep a dream wedding from becoming a nightmare, and the Donovan house strikes back. Again, Donovan house. Yeah. Okay, so let's have a wedding. (laughs) We open with Priya, Susan's best friend, opening gift for her bridal shower. Susan chats it up with Priya's mom, Kamala, while the gift opening continues. Now, I will tell you at this point, I thought Susan was friends with Kamala, not Priya. Right. Because I'm thinking, okay, well, she's chatting up with mom. They must have been friends and she was just like knew her since she was little or something. But I'm thinking, okay, why else would she be there? But then as things progress and we find out that she's Priya's friend, I'm like, why wasn't she over there being all gushy over the gift? Like, that's usually what happens at a bridal shower. (laughs) Yep. So I was a little confused. But anyway, we find out Priya will be married at that house. And then Kamala plans on selling it. It was a huge house. when They kept calling it the lodge. Right. And I'm like, oh, they're going somewhere to have it? Oh, no, that house is called the lodge. All right. That was weird. At least to me, I thought that was kind of weird. Right. I mean, I don't know. You, you have a house. Are you naming your house? <laughs> I'm not. So <laughs> I'm like, kind of strange. Okay. But anyway, one of the weird gifts that we happened to see was a, not a sword. I don't even know what that was called. It wasn't exactly just a knife. Right. But of course, when that little baby gets opened, hey, this is where the Roman agency is going to come into play. Yeah. Because she uses that for some odd reason to cut the cake, which apparently her mother was just like, who put these horrible frosting versions of the bride and groom on here? Right. Be the bakery, but anyway. But when she cuts the cake, all of a sudden it starts oozing blood. I'm like, oh yeah, right up Roman Agency's alley. Yes. Has to be something supernatural or somebody really had a weird sense of humor making that cake. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. (laughs) Later, 
Susan has a video call with Luke as he's helping Megan move into her new place. So, oh, good. Megan has a new place. Yes. One thing that kind of was mentioned on screen, but obviously happened off screen. Bonus. But Susan's like, yeah, that's great. I have to show you this and shows him the bloody cake. And yeah, Luke's like, what is happening? Right. She insists that she can get Kamala to sell the house and perform the, her bridal duties at the same time, as well as figuring out what's going on with the house with a little bit of help. Okay, that's a lot on your plate because anybody who's dealt with the bridal side right. of trying to get a wedding <laughs> together and plan everything. Well, it's not even planning at this point. This is like the go time. Like, nope. I think that's a lot. But hey, Susan, if that's what you think you can do. <laughs> Next thing we know, we see Priya being consoled by her fiance, Leon. And he reassures her of his desire to marry her. And I'm just thinking, why is this a thing? Why are you worried about that? Like, this, like my brain starts ticking like, hmm. Right, yeah, there's got to be something going on there. Yeah, it's like, why would he have to say that? Like, yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense why I'm all of a sudden like, hmm, I'm super suspicious of him. But I was super suspicious of him. <laughs> right. And all these bad things happening to Priya as well. Since the engagement. Right. Because that was brought up. It's like, oh, okay. Was it she fell in the shower? Or right. She, a that wardrobe fell over on her. Yeah. Which those things could be huge. So that'd be yeah. like frightening. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, don't worry. It'll be smooth sailing once we get married. And again, I'm just like, hmm, I'm suspicious of you. Right. He apparently knows something that we don't know. And so it was like, huh, what's yeah. going on here? And it only gets weirder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Susan ends up learning from Kamala that Priya's had all these accidents recently, and it's a bit of a cause for concern, at least in Susan's eyes. I'm kind of shocked everybody else isn't a little bit more concerned. And Kamala does mention, while well, she has never been like a prima ballerina, it's like, oh, yeah, but there's clumsy, and then there's, hmm. Yeah. This is weird. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so slipping of course, in a shower, yeah, maybe, but uh, yeah. Much? yeah, no. <laughs> like, of course you're thinking, okay, no big deal, wedding jitters, and like, she does something and because she's distracted. Right. But I don't know, because Susan at least is thinking, maybe it's the house. Meanwhile, we have Kamala and Susan find Ruby, who's Leon's great aunt, sitting alone in her wheelchair. And this was brought up multiple times. Why is this woman always just kind of hanging out in the hallway? Right. <laughs> she was in, I don't know, because this is an old house. I'd say the, the front parlor. Yeah. But apparently she's suffering from some memory loss and exhibits moments of clarity but apparently not too many people have seen the clarity and ruby looks just kind of sweet and happy and just kind of slowly says this and really quiet oh there's more blood to come what yeah oh no <laughs> excuse me if that's not creepy i don't know what is yeah because that somebody was somebody with dementia is saying that oh i don't know <laughs> Right? It's like, yeah, I'm a little bit worried now because maybe this is her moment of clarity and we are not liking what's coming. No. It gets so weird with Aunt Ruby. It's like, you don't know if she's doing something or if she's just like understanding what's going on like throughout the episode. Right. And like all the way through the end, I'm like, I don't know, maybe it's something with her. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I really, because that's not normal. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> we also get something really not normal. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we get a phone call, and I say we as the royal we, because Luke gets his phone call from Rita Weiss, his arch nemesis. And she has a proposition for him. And I will meet you at your office at 9 a.m. Flick. It's like, what? I think even Luke's face was like, I don't trust this, not one bit. No. And thankfully, he's in the right with that because she's crazy. Yeah. But we find out she wants to bring the Roman agency on as consultant for some of her stranger properties. And if it throws you a bone because I know you're sinking, then, oh, there's my good deed. And like when she's going on and on, I'm just (laughs) thinking, I don't trust her. What is she doing? She's setting him up. Yep. But it turns out she has six houses that just won't sell due to the state that they're in. Yeah. The paranormal state. So Luke and his people decide to whip them into shape for the market, which when we get to that, oh my God, that was great. Yes, that was awesome. It's like this montage is everything right now. Yeah. I just needed some um, 80s music. Like, I can't even think what they always kind of went to, like a Rocky theme or something. Right, yeah. (laughs) Back at the lodge, we have Priya showing Susan her wedding outfit for the big day, which, oh my gosh, it was so cute. Yes. It was beautiful. And Susan is like, do you hear that? I'm like, oh, my God, does Priya not hear that? I'm thinking it's like ghosts or something in the house. Right. But it turns out it's Ruby. And Susan goes to see what's going on. And Ruby is like freaking out in the hallway. And she's like, I don't know if she couldn't turn her wheelchair or if she's like thinking she can get up the stairs in her wheelchair or what's going on. No, had no idea. But Susan's talking to her all calm, like, hey, I'll help you out. Don't worry. And then we go back and you see Priya's like, oh, man, this is a little tight. And then you see the corset begin to tighten. And all I'm thinking is she had the wrong size corset because I wear corsets <laughs> on occasion for con. So I'm like, and I tightly. So I'm like, well, somebody put her in the wrong size. But we see it start to tighten. And when those get tight, like, like I said, she probably in the wrong size. So they're tightening that one a lot. Right. And yeah, that could be really uncomfortable. Yes. And obviously, because this is a paranormal thing, it's even more tightening happening probably on the insides and it's causing her to not be able to breathe but she was able to scream out for susan to help now we forgot to mention earlier that priya and kamala know about susan's gift right because they've known about it since they were little because they've been friends forever yep so susan goes up she couldn't get the door open she pretty much like blows it open with her telekinesis and then like pulls the corset strings loose with the same power so yay priya is gonna be okay but i'm just thinking bad dressmaker first of all (laughs) (laughs) and second i'm glad she didn't have to cut those strings like because that would be a pain or if like even if she were able to cut it if like it wouldn't open like i had all these things like going through my head like you can do so much with a corset as being like the evil garb right yeah absolutely and And you have to wonder ruby has this problem which gets susan out of the room and then all of a sudden priya has a problem yeah so you go okay what's going on here with ruby see same wavelength because i was saying of course it seemed really suspicious yeah about aunt ruby all of a sudden so see same wavelength same wavelength yeah 
And of course, on top of all of this, as I'm tweeting the episode, I'm like, all right, I got to be super cheesy here. I'm like, talk about a killer outfit. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I know there were some groans and eye rolls, but you know what? That was fun. I couldn't help it. (laughs) You know, you enjoyed the dad joke there. Come on. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Luke ended up arriving at Priya's house to inspect it. And... Did you get like a weird vibe off of him when he was outside? Oh, absolutely. You could tell he was sensing something and it was like, this isn't good. (laughs) I was thinking he looked almost mad, like the way they filmed him. Right. And like almost like an up angle. Yeah. Like, so he just had his brow all furrowed and he looked angry almost. And I was like, oh no, what's going on? (laughs) But he senses Priya's dad, Dev who had died they didn't give us a time frame no but susan's like oh yeah there used to be marigolds here and this and she's explaining everything and luke says dev's lingering presence is a bit of a red flag and perhaps he's preventing the wedding from happening and i love it because susan's like no he loved his daughter and it's like you're still not getting things are not always the same when somebody dies right like susan how many weird things have you encountered? Come on. But Luke then encounters Ruby, who Leon ends up accompanying. It's like, oh, you just pop up out of nowhere. Hmm. Yeah. And Aunt Ruby is spouting some nonsense. Well, at least nonsense to the untrained ear. And Luke starts to feel a connection with Ruby. So I'm wondering, too, which we do find out a little bit later, if Ruby has had like the similar power to Luke. And like all this time, she just thought she was crazy because there was nobody to help her. Right. It's very possible. Just really sad when you think about that. Then, Right. Like how long has she been dealing with that and nobody knew what was going on? Right. Just calling it dementia. Back at the Donovan house, we see Megan packing up the last of her belongings, which, why are you there alone? I don't yes, absolutely. <laughs> and then I'm like, are you serious? What is wrong with you, woman? Yeah. Because she decides to give the house and Luke's ghost mother a piece of her mind. And I'm like, that was the dumbest move ever. Right. At least if you're going to do it, be on the outside, outside like on yes. the porch, like <laughs> closing the door as you're saying it. Like a lot of people were saying that on Twitter. Oh. Oh, yeah. Get the outside of the house before you poke the bear. Right. (laughs) And she closes the door. Well, she kind of slammed the door leaving. And then we hear Spirit faintly laughing. Now, I thought I was like imagining that. And a lot of people were blowing that up on Twitter because they were watching with um, closed captioning on. Right. In case they missed something. They're like, I didn't know a Victorian house can laugh evilly along with the mother spirit. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. Now I know I need a new boring house or newer, just nothing old. Right. Yes. (laughs) When I get a house, I can't have something awesome like that because it'll be laughing and I'll have nightmares. I don't know. Back at the agency, though, we do see Phil, August and Zoe hard at work because montage time. We see. And actually, Luke was part of it, too. Yeah. I don't know. Was Susan? I don't remember Susan was in it. I don't think Susan was. But we see basically the Roman agency proceeding all eight. Or six houses. Right. Getting rid of the supernatural threat. And bam. It was quick. I'm thinking it was like all in a day. Because it was like. Yeah. It sure seemed that pending, way. <laughs> offer pending. Contract. You know, it was like, oh, nice. And bam. So they never said out loud how much they were getting. But they're all getting paid. So that was good. 
I loved the painting. That was the yes with August. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> it was like what? I was like, that's creepy. Yeah. I was kind of afraid that. <laughs> yeah, painting I was kind with of one worried. with a, a cow in the field. <laughs> so I was like, oh, please don't jump in and have the crazy cow like come charging at him or something. Right. Yeah, I get so worried about this sort of stuff. <laughs> like, really? Okay, I need to just chill out because they're not doing all the crazy stuff in my head. But maybe I should be a writer for them and they could do all the crazy stuff yeah, in my head. Exactly. Maybe that would work. But next, Luke believes that Priya needs to know about the possibility that it's her father. And Susan's like, no, 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 no. you're not going to tell her. I'll do it. She's my best friend. Yeah, but you know what? Maybe coming from somebody on the outside, it wouldn't be so bad. Right. Because, yeah, Susan knew Deb, so. Right. And she knew how much he loved his daughter. So that just kind of strange. But we get some other disturbing news. Luke finds out that all of Rita's houses were on the outskirts of the Donovan property. Like, it doesn't seem like anything's connected until they pop in that property. And that house must be the epicenter of all things paranormal happening. Right. That's not good. And I was wondering where the lodge fell into that then. Yeah. But with what we found out, it's like, oh, hey, I guess it wouldn't really affect that. And then, again, banging my head on the wall, because Augie wants to go back to the house for a round of tests. It's like, why? Yes. Why kind of go there? <laughs> yes. Nobody should ever step foot in the Donovan house by themselves. I swear this is something that they've said like repeatedly through the show so yeah. far. And it's like, yeah, it's fine. Donovan's house, portal to hell. No big deal. What? What? Yeah. But anyway, well, you know what? First thing we got to do is rehearsal dinner time. Augie wants to get out of it because, and I love we get a little backstory. He's already dealt with his four daughters' wedding, walking them down, all of the craziness that happened, and all of the best men that he wanted to punch in the face yes. because of bad taste <laughs> like in their speeches. But when Susan offers up some food and asking that he be a photographer, he couldn't really pass it up. I don't know if it was more like looking at Susan almost like a daughter, like, okay, I'm going to help you. Or he really liked, was it cauliflower curry? I don't remember. Yeah, it was the food that sold (laughs) Augie, that's for sure. (laughs) Well, as Augie's posing as a photographer, snapping photos of everyone with his aura detecting camera, I'm hoping there was a regular camera in there somewhere too. Oh, I'm sure. Phil stays back at the office to do some research. Meanwhile, at the rehearsal, Susan tries to approach the subject of Dev with Priya. And all of a sudden, Priya's like, oh, hold on. Something's going on. I don't like Ruby being alone. It's like, again, is something stopping Priya from hearing this? Right. And again, Ruby being Ruby was being kind of weird. Yes. Priya's like, I'm so happy you're here. And I'm glad you're here for the wedding and to see us get married. And she's like, oh, I'll be here. But you won't be. It's like, what? (laughs) Like, it just gets all dark and you expect like thunder to start booming in the background right i like this so crazy yeah luke thinks it's the dad so you kind of gotta believe that but ruby is awful scary (laughs) yeah i'm like okay ruby but back at the office we see augie uploading the photos from the dinner and everyone's aura looked normal even ruby actually hers looked a little bright yeah i wonder if it was similar to like what luke's looks like more than likely i 
wanted to see that. That would be interesting. But we see Leon's aura is not. It's alarmingly abnormal. And apparently he's carrying a buttload of metaphysical baggage. (laughs) And you go, okay, now hold on. Time out. (laughs) Now we have somebody else we've got to worry about. (laughs) Well, I was kind of worried about him, like I said, in the beginning. And I was thinking, oh, maybe he's like possessed. And then I don't remember if it was you or somebody else is like, what if her dad is possessing him? And I'm like, that's just really messed up. Right. Like, okay, let's let's not have dad possessing the fiance because that'd just be too weird. Yes, that that would be <laughs> too much. Yeah, a step too far. But yeah, it was difficult to really get a grip on this because he's got this metaphysical baggage with him, but yet he tells Priya earlier that once we're married, this will all go away. All right, what aren't you telling us? Yeah, especially like, when Ruby is saying you aren't going to survive the wedding. Huh? Exactly. <laughs> like makes you scratch your head. It's like, what does he know that he doesn't want to say? Right. Same with Ruby. Yeah. Like at this point, Ruby just spill, spill everything. But we do get to see back at the office, Priya arrive to give Susan her bridesmaid's dress, saying she wishes she could make it less hideous. And like, okay, how bad did you pick it? I mean, you're picking it. <laughs> But anyway, after reminiscing about the start of their decades-long friendship, Susan divulges Luke's theory to her regarding Dev. While Dev was an exemplary father and husband while he was alive, are fearful of change and maybe something isn't right. And that's what's happening. Like everything that's going wrong is paranormal. And Priya is not happy. She is so offended. (laughs) Yeah. Like she's like, I can't believe you'd even think that, you know, he loved me and like just pissed. And she's like storming out of the office. She goes to the elevator and I don't know about anybody else, but my heart like up in my throat. Yes. Because the doors open and the elevator isn't there. It's just a shaft. But thankfully, Susan grabs her and pulls her back. Yeah. Oh, and guess what? Maybe Priya is not going to be so pissy right now. Yeah. (laughs) Because all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, well, that was weird. And I was just bitching about everything. Maybe I need to think about things a little bit differently. Right. Yes. You think she's trying to tell you this because she's mad at you or something? No, she's trying to save your life. Right. And what was even weirder is Dev actually got to meet Leon and liked him. So you go, wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was strange because I'm like, there's no way that he's like trying to kill off all of a sudden his daughter. Right. Yeah, that made absolutely no sense that it could be Dev. Right. I do think it was kind of funny. We get an elevator inspector who is there. It's like. There's nothing wrong with the elevator. It's totally fine. And I love Zoe's like, so are you going to take the elevator down then? Because it opened. Well, who's seen it? People? Yeah. (laughs) Like everybody who was standing here. And surprisingly, the inspector did get in the elevator. Right. Although we do see Augie talking to Zoe and and leaving the office. And he's like, yeah, I'll take the stairs. Yes. (laughs) Good move, August. (laughs) At least Priya, after almost dying, seems to be a little bit more receptive about uh, this haunting idea that maybe it is dad, which is weird. Yeah. But Luke's interests now include Aunt Ruby. And we end up seeing Augie arrive at the Donovan house. And again, I'm like, don't go in there alone. Yes. But he helps Megan load the rest of her box into the car. And she's like, oh, I used to be scared of you, but not anymore. And 
he's like happy that she's not scared anymore. Right. And he commends her for supporting Luke, even though he knows it's not easy because of everything that's happening. And she's like, okay, I'm not going back in the house. Bye. Deuces, you're on your own. I'm yep. just thinking, don't, don't do it. Yes, And absolutely. then it cuts away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that was tough. It was a great scene between those two. Yes. It really was. It was very heartfelt between both of them. And it's nice to see Megan kind of getting tight with the group, especially if her and Luke are going to have a long-term relationship. Then, yeah, she's kind of part of the crew. And I kind of feel like, I don't know, she has to be sensitive or something for all of this to be happening, like paranormally sensitive. Right. So, I don't know, maybe we'll find more about that when we get season two, hint, hint. Yes, do it, sci-fi. <laughs> right. Back at the lodge, we see Luke visiting Ruby, and they're talking, but telepathically, which was weird. Yes. And she seemed so clear that she's like, wait a minute, we're talking, but you're in my mind. And it's like, everything's normal. Right. So I really think that, like I said earlier, a lot of it has to do with she's been hearing this all her life and just finally, like, she doesn't know how to communicate normally anymore. So when Luke did this, it was like, oh, my gosh, everything's fine and and I can breathe. And I was like, that was really touching for me, even though it was only like a second. And right. what it felt like. <laughs> then we see Phil arrive with some news on his extensive research. And he dug through the Baptiste Leon surname family record. Apparently, the Baptiste first wife death certificates followed on the heels of the marriage certificate, sometimes by hours. And yeah. Ruby tearfully unravels the family history. And I was like, oh, God, this is not going to be good. No. If all of that was happening. Yeah, really, really not good. Leon's great grandfather was betrothed to a woman named Joanna, but he loved another woman. So Joanna cursed the men in Leon's family for her fiance's infidelity. The first love of every Baptiste man will die before they're properly married. Hence why Priya keeps having these really dangerous encounters. And I thought that was interesting because it's like everybody's freaking out going, oh, that's a little overboard. Why would a woman do that? And I'm like, hello, woman scorned it all. Yep. Not rational. No. <laughs> I'm like, heck, I understand not, not having rational moments for something. It's like, I don't need to freak out because I dropped my water. <laughs> but has that happened? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and this is something even worse. Yes. I mean. Did he stand her up? Probably. So, hello, unrational is definitely the way that we were going here. Yep. But in another part of the house, we see Kamala giving Priya her something new for the ceremony. It's a beautiful necklace that Dev had picked out for his daughter because, as you said, he knew that Leon was the one before Priya did. Yep. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. I also thought it was something blue because I thought there were some blue jewels in it. But right. back at the Donovan house, this is where I think everybody's throat closed up. Yes. Augie's inside conducting tests and the door to the basement opened. And I'm like, don't do it. Yes. No. <laughs> That's what don't I tweeted out. No, Augie, no. Outside. But he walked to the basement door, opens it, and I'm like, oh gosh, it's just pitch black. Yep. And I'm like, don't do it. And all of a 
sudden, and this is what freaked me out, I think, more, we see a shadow like yeah, behind, go behind it. It was like right. a head. Like, I'm like, is it the doctor? Is it the mom? What is it? And then you hear like a small yelp, I think. Right. And the door slam. And I was not cool with that. Not no. cool at all. <laughs> You figure, okay, that probably knocked Augie down the stairs, and he could be hurt badly just from going down the stairs. Right. On top of it, it's just like, great, you gave us a jump scare last week. Now you're giving us this. Don't, don't do this. Don't make us try. (laughs) But instead, we don't find out what's next. No. Nope, because we go back to the wedding, which I understand, but oh my gosh, I want to know what's next. Luke and Phil find out about the curse, like we said a few minutes ago. And so they have to break the news to Priya and Leon. Yeah, that'll go over great, I'm sure. Yes. Once the curse is mentioned, Priya's bedroom is starting to like have all sorts of weird things happen. It's getting whipped into a frenzy. It just gets worse as they explain more and more. Yes. Objects flying, wind howling, windows opening. Again, no screens on any windows. <laughs> so Luke suggests, well, we can fix this. And how? Well, you can get married tonight. And it's like, what? Well, it's the only way to avoid your inevitable death. And I love Priya's like, wait, what? And first of all, I'm thinking, you know what? If you got married tonight, no big deal. You can still get married tomorrow when everybody's there. Right. Absolutely. Nobody's going to know. Nope. Thankfully, there's an ex-priest, a.k.a. Phil, to perform the nuptials, which had me wondering if it's actually a real, like, legit wedding then. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Or if basically they needed enough of it for the spirits to think that it was real. Yeah. I think that was really it. So Phil quickly races through Leon and Priya's wedding vows, kind of, with Susan going come on come on hurry up (laughs) i know it felt very space balls with okay you get the short short version (laughs) exactly do you yes do you good you're married kisser but we do see random objects like flying trying to attack priya including i think it was the curtains yeah and then when we see that crazy knife thing that she got for her bridal shower right coming at her head Susan t- stops it with her telekinesis, which I was not sure she was going to be able to. Right. I wasn't either. So fortunately, Priya and Leon say I do just in time. But it, when they were doing the rings, was it Zoe or Susan? I can't remember. That suggested she used the necklace that, from her dad right. to wrap around Leon's finger. Yeah. And that really is what helped like dissipate everything. Right. Because I felt like dad, like, all right, I'm going to protect you guys. Yep. Dad stepped in. I was like, oh, but we get to see basically Dev's presence because all of a sudden Priya's like, do you smell that? And Kamala's like, it's marigold. It's your dad's marigold. Like what he used to plant from the house. And then the light flick on like three times on and off. Right. And Priya had explained earlier that because of her strict curfew. Yes. If she was ever even a minute late, like her dad would do that as a way of saying, I'm not going to embarrass you, but I see you and I love you. Yeah. And so when that happened with them there, we know Susan and Priya knew everything and I'm assuming Kamala knew what it meant, but I was just like, oh my God, that's so sweet. I swear I did not cry, but it was close. Yeah. 
<laughs> and everybody's like, okay, great, this is good. And suddenly Luke gets a series of texts from Augie. And it was, we got it wrong, a way in, not a way out. The house knows me. But the worst part of it was when he gets, I'm afraid, and feels like Augie's never afraid. No. And so they take off like a bat out of hell. Yes, absolutely. And I still don't understand why Luke was in the car by himself. Why was nobody else in the car with him? Right. I'm not sure why he was by himself either. And as soon as he gets out and goes to the house, it's like, wait, wait for Phil, wait for everybody. Wait for anybody. Yeah, but no. Right, because he goes to to try to go in and all of a sudden he gets knocked back. I thought he got knocked out. Honestly, I thought he he was going to get grabbed and pulled in. Right. So apparently he hit his head pretty hard. I mean, we do see blood coming out of his nose, but. Phil gets to Luke first to try to keep conscious, and that's when the camera fades to black. Thank you for having us all on the edge of our seat. Now we got to wait a whole week. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, normally, I'm totally cool with waiting for the next episode. Right. But this one has me like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know what the finale is going to bring us. It's super stressing me out. And what does that mean? Everything that Augie sent. Right. A way in. I don't get that. And the house knows me. I am so weirded out. So we got it wrong. I mean, obviously, okay, we were wrong. But I'm so confused with the rest. Yeah, absolutely. Like any thoughts? Yeah, this one's got me pretty buffaloed, that for sure, because we kind of figure that it's the the center of all this stuff that's been going on in these houses that Luke's had to fix. So, what, I, like, it's pulling everything towards it. Not so much that is it. Well, I'm just thinking the a way in, not a way out. Like, right, it's yeah, pulling and, everything almost like a black hole kind of thing. Now that could be. It, it definitely could be. Ugh, this is so weird. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah a way in, not a way out. That's going to be the key, I think. But I want to know why the house knows him, though. Right, absolutely. Unless it's one of Messing. his dead relatives. Oh my god, this is so weird. All right, yes. well, you know what? You guys know what we think. Why don't you tell us what you think? Shoot us an email to sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. That's S-Y-F-Y talk at fangirlzone.com. And you can tell us your theories on this. And while you're at it, go over to www.fangirlzone.com and check out our contacts page so you can find all the ways to get a hold of us and tweet with us during the show. While you're on the interwebs, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you find us on because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us tell your friends about the show they could totally binge watch it and watch the last episode with you so we can all try to figure out what the heck a way in and not a way out is we of course hope you're enjoying our podcast as well and for this episode of sci-fi talk i'm steve oh i love it it's like existentially googling your exes and i'm sean fangirlis until next time